Hello listener, welcome to Marching In, a dedicated Southampton FC podcast hosted by me, Luke Innes and Sam Apperton. Music comes from Lawrence Norton. If you want to stay up to date with the pod and find out about future guests and upcoming episodes, you can find us on Twitter at Marching In Pod. Delighted to be joined this week on Marching In podcast by broadcaster and lifelong Norwich fan, um, Mel Rudd, ahead of Saturday's game. Mel, how are you doing? I'm very good, thanks, Sam. How are you? Yeah, yeah, really good. Looking forward to uh, Saturday's game. Another, well, it seems like we've played Norwich every season since I've started supporting Saints. So, yeah, looking forward to it. Just wanted to get your take on how, sort of your thoughts for the season and... Um, where you think the club is at this moment in time? So there's been a lot of change over the last few years. Yeah, well, thoughts for the season. I tuned into your game Friday night and my first thought after 10 minutes was, we're going to get battered next Saturday, which um, <laughs> I'm, I'm still a little bit wary of now, to be honest with you. Um, but no, I was actually really impressed by, by Southampton on, on Friday night. Um, obviously for Norwich... We've gone through massive change. Of this is going to be the first year that obviously we've not had parachute payments. Um, we're such a yo-yo club, you know. It, it's just it, it almost feels like you don't even know if if I want us to go up because I just know how that will end. We just go up and come straight back down again. Um, obviously, behind the scenes, we've had um, our director of football, Stuart Weber is in this really weird situation where he's actually resigned, but he's still at the club. Um, so I don't really know who's, who is overseeing transfers at the moment. Um, obviously, David Wagner is in charge. He's brought a lot of players in. Um, and we're sort of getting over the the hangover from last season, I guess, because we had a really pretty dismal time under Dean Smith. That never felt like the right appointment, to be honest, for either party. Um didn't go well at all. We had a dismal home record. Um, and now it's been like a summer of Wagner getting his own players in um, and seeing what he's got to offer, really. I feel like at this moment in time, I can't really tell you what his style is at Norwich because I haven't seen it yet because he was working with, you know, Dean Smith's players. He's now brought his own players in. Yes, we won on Saturday. Um, I know it was a 97th minute winner and I know it was contentious because... Definitely the Hull fans thought it was offside. Um, but we actually deserved to win. We had far more of the ball, the better chances. Um, so it's, I'm actually really excited to see how this season's going to pan out. We, You know, I could see us finishing 14th. But with Norwich City, I could also see us finishing in the top six. Like, you just... It, it's so hard to tell at the moment. We've obviously lost Timo Puki as well, um, who scored so many goals. All right, yes, he was past his best last season and that was pretty evident. But, you know, I think he still scored 10 goals in the league. Um, I'm not sure we've we've replaced him with a like-for-like goal scorer in Ashley Barnes, to be honest. Um, he did OK on Saturday, but up front worries me a little bit, as does as does our back four. Uh, we gifted Hull their goal on Saturday. Um, Shane Duffy kind of messing around the ball. So, 
we'll see. I'm I'm a little bit worried that we can be carved open very easily and that if you score early on Saturday, things could take a bad turn for the away fans at least. Yeah, would you say the Norwich fans are behind David Wagner? Obviously, Daniel Farker was obviously very well thought of at the club and then, I mean, the Dean Smith thing didn't work out at all as you touched on. Do you think that the fans are behind Wagner? I mean, the season sort of petered out a bit last season. I mean, I was one of those people that saw you guys go down the year before last and just assumed, yeah, they'll be back, they'll be straight back up. So do you think he's the man to do it or...? Yeah, I mean, I think we've got no choice but to be behind him. Um, you know, he like I say, he has brought in his own players. Um, you know, we brought in Jack Stacey from Bournemouth, um, Ashley Barnes, as I said, um, Shane Duffy we brought in, um, Christian Fasnack, who, who worked with him at Young Boys, I think he's, he's worked with him previously. So, you know, we have brought in players who seem to suit his system better. It's just... The jury's out really on him, and I think these first few games of the season are going to be really telling as to actually, you know, what is our identity? What are you going to do? Um, what is a little bit strange is obviously Wagner worked with Stuart Webber previously at Huddersfield. He was, you know, very much Webber's man, but Webber's now about to leave the club, the director of football. So, you know, he's almost brought in a man and then he's leaving himself. So behind the scenes, it's a little bit. It's all a bit up in the air at the club at the moment. Um, and I think we need a bit of stability. We desperately need some better home performances because last season, that's what that's what was, was really awful. I mean, the atmosphere at Carroll Road was terrible. It really was terrible. Um, there was just so much misery <laughs> around the sounds club. Very, it sounds familiar. Sounds very familiar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, yeah, as you would know, that you know that kind of air of, Oh, we were just waiting for us to concede. Um, you know, we could see that it was going to be Pookie's last season and, you know, he was barely starting or, you know, when he was, he was, you know, we were just like, you know, he's not the player he was and what we're going to do. And and I think the problem is as well, like you say, other fans of other clubs always think, well, it's Norwich, they'll, they'll be all right, they'll be up there. And when you support us, you're like, actually, will we? Like... You know, you look at the players we've lost and, you know, we brought in players like Josh Sargent when we were in the Premier League and, we were, you know, again, we'll see what he does this season, but I'm not sure he'll set the championship alight. So, you know, he, he wasn't an, an entirely inspiring signing when we were in the Premier League. You know, it's just players like that, you just don't know if they're up to it. And, you know, we'll see. Hopefully he'll have a good season and, and you know, I'll be, I'll be proved wrong, but we don't. Yeah, it, the, the jury's out on on the players and the manager at the moment, I think. Yeah. Um, so there's obviously three and a half weeks left for the transfer window. Do you see any like major incomings or places you need to strengthen? And also any outgoings? I know I know that Max Aarons has been sort of heavily linked with coming coming to coming to ourselves. I don't know if there's anything in that or it's just sort of paper talk, but do you think there's any major incomings or outgoings? to come in the next few weeks? Yeah, I mean, Max Aarons is the really interesting one because, I mean, Stuart Webber even said himself, I think his words were the lad needs to leave. He needs to get a new environment, be in a new environment, leave the club, go elsewhere. And it's sad, but it kind of feels like it is the, yeah, the end of the road for him at Carroll Road. And 
that's really disappointing to say because a couple of seasons ago, you know, he was being linked with Bayern Munich, Manchester United, and now he's, you know, Jack Stacey started ahead of him. There's so much, um, obviously, up in the air around his future. I'm guessing that's why he's being kept out of, of the team at the minute. But it does feel like he needs a fresh challenge because it almost feels like he, he's gone backwards. Like last season, his performances weren't what they, you know, what they were before. Um I don't see us bringing anyone else in. I would, I would love us to. Um, I still think we need a, another centre forward. But obviously, they, they brought in Ashley Barnes. Uh, you know, I, I think, you know, he's thirty three, and we offered him a three year deal. Apparently, because there were a lot of clubs who wanted him. Um, so that was the kind of the sweetener for him to come here. So they've put a lot of faith in that deal. I know it's a free transfer, but I'm guessing, you know, his wages are, are big. So, um. I'm not sure we will bring in anyone else. And our defensively, you know, we've brought in Shane Duffy, but we have Grant Hanley, who's, you know, I think it's a ruptured ruptured anterior ligament, something like that, that he's done. He's going to be out till past Christmas. And there was a lot of speculation that Andrew Omabamadeli, our other centre-back, was going to leave. Interestingly, he didn't start on Saturday. I don't really know what, what that was about. So whether he'll still be here, I don't know. But it's certainly if he leaves, we need to bring in another defender. Um, I just feel we're we're a little bit short, but, but I, I can't see anyone else leaving. Tim Krull, you know, he didn't start on Saturday. Does he want to? Does he want to be on the bench at his stage of his career? I'm not sure whether he will will get a, a move elsewhere. I'm not sure else he wants to sit back and be a number two to Angus Gunn. But yeah, other than that, I can't see any major major deals. You mentioned Angus Gunn. How is he getting on now? He's back at Norwich. Probably a bit of a better environment for him. He did. He struggled a lot of confidence. Obviously, he was in goal for that infamous nine-nil game against Leicester when he first came oh, into the club. Yeah. I, I generally thought he was going to be our keeper for years, and then just confidence just took a hit. And yeah, it just, he just never got it back. So how is he getting on now? Yeah, much better. I mean, he's obviously he's kept he's kept. Um... Cruel out of the starting eleven and, and last season as well. He um he sort of got in the team ahead of him and, and kept him out. He I mean, he makes the odd fantastic save. And other times you think, oh, that looked a bit, you know, a little bit suspect. Um, but then he'll, you know, he'll he made a great save on Saturday of, you know, a shot that was definitely going in that he managed to tip over the bar. Um He's definitely got his confidence back. I think, you know, being back at Norwich is probably what he needed in, in that stage of his career. Like you say, his confidence took such a hit with with what went on um, Southampton. But hopefully he'll he'll bed in now. And, you know, he's still young, isn't he? So yeah. let's hope that he can do the business for us. But, um, yeah, he I mean, and it's a lovely story, obviously. With, with his dad Brian being an absolute legend for the club, it'd be fantastic if it if it worked out. You know, it's it's you know one of those stories you see him in Norwich kits when he's like four years old with his dad's name on the back, and now he's playing for us. Like it's lovely. So let's hope it does work out. What are your favourite memories of like sporting Norwich? Like your favourite seasons? I'd, I'd imagine the one where you finished top League One back in two thousand two thousand ten was was right up there for you. Yeah, do you know what that was? Prob that probably was a lot. Of, you ask a lot of fans now, and they they won't see past Daniel Farker. They will, and don't get me wrong, 
I loved the football under Daniel Farker. It was something, you know, it was a, a great couple of seasons. He obviously got us up twice. But my favourite era was still the Paul Lambert era to go from League One and then, you know, two back to back promotions. And we just had, you look at our squad back then and you think, how did we, I think we finished 13th in the Premier League. You think, mm. how did we do that? Like he was just so good at getting the best out of very average players. Um, you know, he was he was just fantastic at that. And I can't describe the style up anything other than sort of swashbuckling really we just used to go at teams we never knew we were beaten it was it was fantastic and I, I think I enjoyed that more of, of any other manager obviously that's been soured slightly now because as we know he went to he went to Ipswich but in my eyes uh, he can be forgiven for that because the football he gave us was just absolutely sublime yes it's, it's a funny one with, uh, with Saints and Norwich because it just seems like probably since the year we both went down, the clubs have almost been on a very similar trajectory. Like, I think we both went, did we both go down to League One together as well? I mean, it just seems yeah. like very, very similar clubs. And we both did back to back promotions. And yeah, like you said about the season, you, seasons you had going back to back, they're easily my favourite as well. Yeah, there's something about it, isn't there? I think it's the absolute desolation to getting like relegated to League One. I remember somebody put like flowers underneath the logo of the outside the gates to, to Carra Road as if to say ROP. They put like ROP NCFC when we went down to League One, which is so dramatic. <laughs> you know, it ended up being, and obviously our first, famously our first game of that season when Ryan Gunn, who I've mentioned, was our manager and it went terribly wrong and we lost 7-1 to Colchester who was then managed by Paul Lambert. So just how things happened that season was just incredible. Like you couldn't write, if you were writing a film, you'd be like, what? This isn't going to happen. Like it was just incredible really. But yeah, it, it's that whole thing of going down and working your way back up. So enjoyable, so enjoyable as, as, as you say, with Southampton doing it as well. There's just something about it, isn't there? That makes it a bit special. Yeah. And also for me, it just coincided with the time where I could literally probably, before I started probably working, so I could get to nearly every single game home and away. So, yeah, it was great yeah. and explored so many new places. And I mean, the teams we had back then, I just seem to remember just so we had Lalana and Lambert, you had like Hulahan and Holt. It just, it just, yeah, it was a really yeah. exciting time. Yeah, we, I think it was like Ricky Lambert and Grant Holt almost vying for a place in the England squad at the same time, wasn't it? Mm. Um, so much talk about Holt getting in the Euro 2012 squad. Obviously, he didn't in the end, but um, yeah, that was just fantastic. I think there's something great as well about having like a good old fashioned centre forward, like what Ricky Lambert was and what Grant Holt was. Um, he's brilliant at winding up the opposition as well. That's always fun. Like the the player who you you just knew if you were supporting the other team, you'd absolutely love yeah. to hate him. But um, when they're on your side, it's just fantastic, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, what are your thoughts on our manager? Because obviously, he was. He was your captain and he was at your club for a long time as you came through the leagues, as we mentioned before. What are your thoughts of Martin? Yeah. I mean, yeah, he um I was then Googling how how many seasons so I was thinking five, six, was it even seven? I'll tell you in a minute, how many seasons he was at Norwich. Um he was obviously our our captain as well. It all ended really, really sourly for him. Um when 
yeah, I'm just from 2009, 10 to 18, 19. So, yeah, one, two, yeah. Wow, a lot of seasons. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, yeah, so we won we won League One with him. We won the Championship with him. He played for us in the Premier League for four seasons. And then I remember a game at Millwall. Barker had taken over. I can't remember if we lost 4-0 or 4-1. I think it's 4-0 and we were absolutely terrible. We were terrible. And Martin in particular was terrible. The whole back four were awful. Um, and he got hauled off in that game by Farker. And I'm not sure he played. That might have been his last game. I'm going to check that. But that was the the kind of, whoa, hang on, he's taking him off. I think we were 4-0 down at half time. It was that bad. I'm going to check all this now because I'm doubting myself. You know them games that you try and block out because they were that oh, yeah. absolutely terrible? It was one of those. Fortunately, the worst ones for us is keep getting brought up on the media, so we don't, we can't block them yeah. out. <laughs> you can't. You just keep getting reminded again and again. Um, yeah, that game. I'm talking rubbish now because this says substitute. Yeah, no, I knew he's brought off. Yeah, he brought off in the 59th minute. Yeah, so we're three nil down at half time. Lost four nil August 2017, um, and he was brought off. And I'm not sure he played after that. Um, and that was really sad because obviously he'd gone from being our captain and you know what it's like when a club gets relegated they're, they're the same players get put up in front of the media the same players have to like you know come out with the odd statements well we're going to keep going we're sorry for the fans and he was kind of that player you know he's very articulate um, by all means an absolutely lo- lovely guy um, never heard anyone say a bad word about him um, in that in terms of that that side of things, but on the pitch, he just, yeah, his form just dipped. And I, I, I don't know if there was a falling out with Farker, but that, that was it for him. And, um, and he left, but I'm really glad to see him doing well managerially. And obviously he's been linked really heavily with Norwich. Every time we get rid of a manager, it's, oh, will it be Russell Martin? I wouldn't be surprised to see him back here one day. Um, but yeah, his, um, you have a lot of the ball, don't you? As I saw on Friday, you know, you, <laughs> This, it was like wow, yeah. I am slightly, I am a little bit worried about Saturday. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I mean, I, I hadn't been through the preseason friendlies, and I was at Hillsborough on Friday night, and I was just a bit like, yeah, okay, this is what this is what we're going what we're going to have to get used to now, and uh, it's yeah, this is the football we're going to play because I've been so used to the last four or five years of the team under Ralph and, and other managers just consistently playing the pressing game off the ball, whereas this is just a complete 180 in the other direction where we just don't let the team, other team have the ball. I mean, we're two run up in injury time on Friday and I think we had 95% possession. It just doesn't happen. We didn't keep, didn't even keep it in the corner. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you mentioned Saturday's games. We look, look towards that now. What sort of player, what players we have to look out for? I know you mentioned... I mean, Ashley Barnes always scores against us. I'm already giving you giving you guys one goal for the weekend. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, Jonathan Rowe, who scored our goal uh, on Saturday, he, he's the best player on the pitch. Um, fantastic finish, r- really bright, really lively. Um, so that's that really good to see him. And, you know, he's only he's only twenty. He came through through the youth system at Norwich. Um, so that he's kind of a name that I wouldn't have thought ahead of Saturday um, but he did you know he did really well so um, he's possibly one to look out for as you say Ashley Barnes um, 
I don't thing is when you get new signings, like you say, I, I I've not seen our preseason games either, but you kind of look at it and you think, well, you know, who's gonna score us that goal? Who's gonna provide the assist? Who's gonna I think from from his signings, I think Wagner's very keen on getting it down the wings, getting crosses in. I mean, we scored from from a corner on Saturday. I mean, we like that was few and far between. Uh, you know, our record, I don't know what it is offhand, but from set from scoring from set pieces, just woeful. So the fact, um, so he has got a different approach in in that respect from Dean Smith. He was a lot of kind of lump it forward and hope and sort of go down the middle and. I don't really even know what his style was, to be honest. I try and block it out because it was that that miserable. But um, yeah, it's. I don't know who's going to be our our top man this season. It's, it feels like it feels like it's all new. Um, so yeah, but what I would say is on Saturday's basis, Roe was um, yeah head and shoulders our best player. So be interesting to see what sort of season he has. And in terms of the Saints squad, what what players sort of worry you ahead of the weekend? So I always look at your team and see Shea Adams and I think whenever I see him, he seems dangerous. He seems to put himself about. Um, I wouldn't like him to test our defence, that's for sure. Um, and obviously, James Ward-Prowse. I mean, what's the latest with him? Is he... Because he start, obviously he started, didn't he, on Friday? So he's obviously going to gonna play until he's... If he's sold. Yeah. He's not... Yeah, he's and he's not one who's going to kick up a fuss as well if someone comes into him and we reject it. He's going to... He'll get his head down and keep playing. I'd imagine he'll still be playing on Saturday. I think he'll still yeah. be there. It could be a late window move of years to go, but it seems like yeah. West Ham don't. I mean, <laughs> this way really badly, but it doesn't seem like West Ham want to stump up the money for him. So right. he he may end up staying, but who, who knows? But whilst he's there, then I mean, it's ridiculous for him to be playing the championship, really. But yeah, hopefully he can stick around. Yeah, he's he's brilliant, isn't he? I mean. And we've not got a great. Um, we were giving away a few needless free kicks on Saturday, so you know. Yeah, don't don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just know that he's going to step up, and yeah, I can definitely see that happening. But yeah, I always like the look of Shay Adams. I mean, I know Alan Armstrong starts ahead of him on Saturday, but I think Adams is looks to be far more troubling than he does. Obviously you watch you watch your team every week. So that, I'm just going on what I see. But um I think it'll be a good game. I mean, it might well depend on if you get an early goal. I I say that, you know, under Dean Smith it was we'd we'd concede and Farker to an extent in the Premier League. We would concede and we'd have absolutely no hope in coming back. Obviously we reversed that on Saturday because we went one nil down and one ended up winning 2-1. So maybe that's the kind of boost we need. Oh, hang on a minute, you know, we can concede a goal and still come back from that and win. But I think that's different as well away from home. So, um, yeah, we'll see. And and like you say, you have a lot of the ball. So if you get an early goal and then we can't get the ball off you, <laughs> doesn't bode well, does it? No. Um, and just before we finish, um, do you have a prediction for the Saturday's game? I'm going to be really optimistic here and say 2-0 Southampton <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like your optimism I'll, I'll, I'll take <laughs> yeah we'll we'll see I'm not I'm not I'm never I mean I think I saw a stat that we normally start seasons badly I think Saturday was only the third time in 20 years that we've won our first game of the season 
So to win a first game of the season and then get something in our first away game of the season, can't see it myself, but who knows? Who knows? We'll see. Yeah, that was our first um, first game of the season. We've won in 10 years. We've not won our first home game of the season since 2011. So really, I mean, hopefully we can buck a trend. Hopefully we can buck the trend on Saturday, but who knows? Shaping up for a draw then on that basis. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, thanks for joining me, Mel. Really appreciate your time and um, good luck for the rest of the season. No worries. You too. Thanks for having me on.